0: Welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. I am so excited today to have Dr. Amy join us on the show. She is the Chief Medical Officer of Vitruvia and a board-certified anesthesiologist. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're uh, with us today from Miami, and I'm really curious to hear about this innovative technology that um, that 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 you work with and that help people with. Um, but before we dive into that, I really would love to know why you got into medicine. Like, what was it about your upbringing or um, your development that had you choose medicine as a vocation? Um,
1: I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor. Um, I'm from Canada. My dad um, immigrated. From India like in the 60s and my mom is a French Canadian they got together so um, just because of the way my dad's culture is and coming to this country his everything with him was focused on education you know and doing the best you can and I knew I wanted to be a doctor but I wasn't sure that I could hack it so I actually started off um, and I became a nurse I was a, a burns and plastic surgery pediatric nurse at the hospital for sick children in Toronto canada and so i did that for about a year and i thought to myself okay if i can do this then i can do it because nursing's a lot tougher in my opinion clinically so i was able to hack the nursing so then i said okay and i went on to to medical school and then fulfilled you know my my dream of being a doctor
0: wow that's so exciting um and that's a big deal for um your father to come over uh, yeah. In the sixties. I mean, that that's, that's huge. And just start over. So you were, you really also grew up with like the hard work. Um, and then of course the backbone of the tradition. I mean, there's, I mean, I, all the Indian families I know, you know, really have a very strong traditional um, background. I don't know if that was the case in your family, but I have a lot of yeah. respect for that tradition. As totally. well. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And she's vital. I mean, those of you who are just listening and you can't see her, I mean, she's beautiful I mean, she's just stunning. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Yeah. So you embody vitality, which of course is uh, the name of the show and something that I value and hold in very high esteem and devoted my life to, um, to reestablishing. And um, right now you're uh, in Vitruvia. That's the name. Is that right? Yes. Vitruvia. And um, you're the chief medical officer of Vitruvia. And so I'd never heard of Vitruvia until you showed up on my radar. And I was kind of surprised because I'm pretty much on the cutting edge of everything in the health industry. So I was like, "How come I don't know about this?" <laughs> I was really surprised because, um, from what I understand, you have a solution for chronic pain and inflammation that is not surgery based. Correct. And, um, you know, I I'm of the opinion that you don't cut unless it's absolutely necessary. Scar tissue is no joke and um, anything could happen in a surgery, which, you know, firsthand as being an anesthesiologist, you know, you go under the knife and, you know, anything could happen.
1: There's always risks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, I don't know about you, but I can think of at least a dozen people that I know who are suffering from chronic back pain, elbow pain, knee pain. And, you know, our joints are not necessarily better off after surgery. Some people it helps, right? But it's that's not always the answer. So tell me a little bit more about um, why you got involved with Vitruvia and what you guys do there. Sure. Well, so I have been,
1: you know, in ma- uh, academic medicine for my entire career. So um, at the University of Miami and the Miami VA. So we have a lot of residents that come in and, you know, it's kind of the tradition when you're in attending, then you treat the medical residents that are anesthesiologists uh, anesthesiology residents that are becoming, you know, anesthesiologists. One of them, his name was Abhinav Gotam, and I had him about 10 years ago as a resident. And around the pandemic, I ran back into him and I asked him what he was doing. And he told me about this procedure, this therapy that he invented. Um, Abhi is also of Indian descent. Um, so we kind of understood a little bit of how he grew up with this Eastern medicine and all these herbs and pastes and you know all these treatments that our parents have we even as doctors we don't question why it works we just know it works
0: uh, <laughs> i love that So i use those invent- pastes too i use a lot
1: of the vedic principles. i know we do it and we're like i don't know if this works i mean science doesn't back it up in my textbook but they'll be better in the morning <laughs> so Um, so uh, Abhinav Gotam, Dr. Gotam uh, invented this therapy after years of being a resident and sort of abusing your body by staying up all night and not getting the right exercise. And when he was finally done residency in the grueling hours, he went back to his first love, which was tennis and realized his body was not what it used to be. And so he started, you know, playing around with the ultrasound and he noticed patterns, patterns at the level of connective tissue. So when I speak to patients now, you know, I explain that connective tissue is not really well understood. You know, when we learned about medicine, we learned about it through cadaveric dissection. And this little film of connective tissue that we're speaking of is generally not there. It disintegrates um, in the cadaver. The way I like to describe it is it's almost a piece of saran wrap that covers your entire body. It covers your bones, your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments, nerves course in and out of it. Is that fascia? So fascia is a general term and fascia, you have different layers of fascia all over your body, separating different components of your body. But this particular piece of connective tissue that we concern ourselves with is about three centimeters under the skin, less than an inch and a half. It's very superficial. Okay. If I took that piece of saran wrap, like I'm telling you, and I did a cross section and looked at it under ultrasound, the healthy connective tissue would look like a sponge or a honeycomb with black circles, the black representing fluid, fluid that nourishes your tissues, gives it, um, gives it lubrication and removes debris, communicates with the rest of the body, like your lymphatic fluid. Okay. If the connective tissue becomes unhealthy, we call that scar tissue, And we all get it. We all get scar tissue simply by aging. Right now I'm sitting with my legs crossed. My body is brilliant and wants to help me out. So it compensates on one of my hips for me. And that compensation is scar tissue. Over time, I have to start remembering not to sit with my legs crossed. But over time, that scar tissue could adhere to adjacent muscles or tendons and give me back pain or hip pain or maybe higher up neck pain. So we all have some degree of scar tissue. Obviously you can get it from injury, trauma, surgery is a type of trauma, even though a lot of surgeries help us. Um, Just the fact of cutting, you know, causes scar tissue, repetitive movements, playing certain sports like tennis, even typing, you know, the carpal tunnel. This is all scar tissue, inflammation, these kinds of things that are causing pain. What we do is a very simple procedure. We call it hydrodissection with a very small needle. Um, maybe the size of a Botox needle, we go about three centimeters, like I said, under the skin, and we break the scar tissue, okay? We break it physically with the needle, but we're also adding a fluid. Um, For argument's sake, I'll say it's saline, but it's a fluid that's biomimetic to your body, but we put a lot of electrolytes that we think are important for your body. So we're using the actual needle and the hydrostatic pressure of the fluid to break up that scar tissue. When it was healthy connective tissue, it was kind of like saran wrap, like I mentioned. The unhealthy scar tissue is more crinkled and it adheres to surrounding structures. If it's adhering to muscles, tendons, and ligaments, you might experience decreased range of motion, pain, decreased mobility. If the little nerves that cross throughout our connective tissue are trapped, you might experience paresthesias, such as numbness, tingling, burning, pins and needles, electrical sensations.
0: it also neuropathy?
1: Neuropathies, neuropathy is correct if yeah. nerves are stuck in there. So with the needle, we're breaking the scar tissue and the fluid is helping us do that as well. So as we physically break the scar tissue, we're changing the anatomy of your body. Unlike massage, chiropractic, scraping, needling, these modalities all work and can help people relieve pain. The only thing is those are reversible. Once you stop that modality, it comes back because they're essentially temporarily warming the tissue, temporarily stre- stretching and lengthening the tissue. Ours, were actually changing the, ana- the anatomy of your tissue, okay? The third component from the needle and the fluid is an introduction of a biologic called amnion. So in the United States and many other countries around the world, after healthy C-sections, yeah. placentas are donated to labs to make all kinds of medications, even cosmetics, if you would believe it. Um, so we're yeah. taking... A protein from this. It is not a cell. So you cannot have an immunologic response. You cannot have an allergy. It is simply a protein. In utero, that protein essentially builds a baby. When we introduce it to the area in question of your body, we're tricking that part of your body into believing it's a fetal microenvironment. What that protein does is it communicates with your own body and it tells your own body what is necessary at that site. I say it works like a foreman in a construction zone. It says, wow there's a lot of tears right here. Call the cells responsible for repair, call collagen, call proteins. Oh, there's a lot of debris here. Call the cells that come and eat debris.
0: Is it so it's like with the immune system. So it's actually communicating with the immune system. Would you say, is that accurate? I mean, I'm not exactly sure on what level it communicates. That's a little bit,
1: that's not my wheelhouse, but this particular amnion has been used for decades in neurosurgery. Yeah. Um, they put it um in the in the brain and in the spinal cord to prevent dural scarring so it's a very anti-inflammatory anti-scar um role Fascinating. Kind of like babies that scratch themselves in utero but never have the scratch because it yeah. repairs so
0: quickly. i've seen it my own child like my when my daughter was born her her cuts or scrapes would would heal within like hours it was shocking mm-hmm. um so is it, is it also, um, I love how you're like describing all the problems with like PRP and other like stem cell injections and things like that. I mean, at least based on my filter, like as I'm listening to you, um, you know, cause it's not that, parts. yeah, I mean, we're not anti those. It's just when people ask me, what's
1: the difference between PRP or stem cells, I call the PRP or the stem cells, or even the amnion, the flower and we need to plant the flower. So when you get PRP or amnia, our, our stem cells, they come and they inject you in the area of question, and you wait three months, and we see if there's a result. What we do a little differently, we don't just plant the amnion. Before we do that, we go in and we we till the soil. We make sure that there's irrigation. We're basically prepping that part of your body by removing the scar tissue, remodeling that area so that you have the ability to have healthy new connective tissue set up there. We, we set the foundation so that you can have healthy connective tissue. That's
0: pretty brilliant. Um, is it also, is it, is it, would it be different than like young blood plasma injections or is, is this also kind of in the category of young blood plasma injections? I would say that's a, again, a different category because we're not
1: simply. And when I say the, the word blindly, I just mean we're not just going into one location and depositing this product yeah, we're yeah. actually changing the anatomy we're removing the scar tissue
0: so people that come to you um, are all different kinds of people I, I mean like would you say people who have clearly chronic pain right who, who want to yes. avoid surgery that's probably your like main like 80 percent of your people are those i yeah so we have a lot of chronic injury we also have a lot of acute
1: injury because we do take care of a lot of professional athletes um who, you know, and it's not that we're anti-surgery either. We, we're often an adjuvant to surgery when someone's had a, a procedure, for example, without any hardware placement. You can all often see them coming to us to get post-op. There's always going to be some level of scarring. So sure. we're an adjuvant to clean up the post-op scar to ensure yeah, like the results.
0: Or, you know, um, like a face sh- or something. A but- shoulder scope, you yeah, know, a
1: knee scope. Yeah. We yeah can be synergistic with the surgery as well. Yeah. So a lot of it is, you know, acute and chronic pain patients. And then there are patients that really are at, you know, their last kind of last hope for some, some pain relief with the chronic low back pain, which is one of the worst, you know, problems in our country. It's responsible yeah. for, I think the most days lost at work chronic. Really? Back pain. Interesting. And they yeah. don't really have a lot of options after PT and physical rehab you're pretty much left with, you know, neurologic medication and opioids. It's, I know. I know. Deep. It's
0: crazy. And back pain is really hard. I mean, and, and I, I can teach people about diet and, and exercise all day long, but to really manage your back pain, you, you know, you, you have to be committed. And this is sounds like it's kind of like a one shot. I know it's not yeah. only one shot, but it kind of is. It's like, you're what you're, you're shot.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the goal of this, you know, personally for me, like, In anesthesia, for example, I would see a patient and place an IV, then place an arterial line and place an epidural, and all I'm doing is kind of hurting them, but all with good intention, right? And then they would have their surgery, and like I said to you, if they never remembered me, I did a great job because you don't, you know, you don't want to have them remember you because that means something happened. Um, But in this particular field, it's amazing because we get the results right away. So unlike, you know and i'm not beating down stem cells or prp but you often have to wait for the results we get them immediately because we're actually um we're releasing whatever tension whatever muscle whatever tendon whatever ligament is being adhered to whatever's causing the pain that happens immediately so in the treatment during the treatment let's say you couldn't do a push up then we do the treatment in, the, in your shoulder i'm just making this up and then you get down on the ground and they're like, Oh my gosh, I can do a push up, or, Oh my gosh, I can touch my toes. Right. Yeah. So you have some real time
0: results yeah, and what's more valuable. That's amazing. Freedom, right? I mean, I don't know anything more valuable than freedom and health is one thing that provides it. Yeah. Um, so people can um, come to you. You have three locations, right? Miami, Hollywood or Beverly Hills and where else? Yeah. And Manhattan and Manhattan. Okay. So New York, LA and Miami. Nice. No, no yeah. Canadian, um, you know, a pop-ups yet? We're working on it. <laughs> working. Yeah. I mean, Munich, Zurich, I would think also Europe would be a great market for this as well. Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, Switzerland would be huge just for the tennis. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're huge fans of Roger Federer and nice. you know, we, we've kind of analyzed his movements playing and we've pinpointed some areas. You know, he keeps getting re- repeated knee surgeries and, you know, we see a lot of other things that you know we've noticed in our patterns that can help a lot of a lot of people I mean yeah we're talking about athletes because it's just pretty universal that we all know who they are but even walking down the street I'll, I'll be sitting someone I'll be like oh my gosh that hip
0: is internally rotated. You just want to go up
1: to everyone and be like, Oh my gosh, I can help. you. I know
0: I'm not that <laughs> way too, actually. And it's like, it's not, not really that great, but you have these three programs and I, I don't want to spend too much time on them. Cause I want to get back to you, but um, you said there's a program called relief and that's for like that chronic pain that's isolated. Is that right? Correct. Relief is
1: the most popular treatment or therapy we do. It's an, an acronym for real-time echolocated. Interventional epineural fibrolysis, which just means under ultrasound in real time, we're going down there and we're breaking up all the scar tissue around your area of pain. The other pillar of treatment we have is called Restore. It's very specific. It's to someone who, you know, wants to restore a body part. Let's say they've had uh, a tear of some sort, and they don't want to go the traditional route of medicine. This type of treatment. Um, is longstanding. It's, you know, somewhere upwards of seven to 10 months, because we're essentially trying to restore a part of the body. Um, and then the final pillar of treatment is called renew. And that's people who might not have a specific pain. But you know, their body is their vessel, it's their Lamborghini, and they're going in for their routine tune ups. So making sure your knees, your backs, your hips are all loose and ready to go, they say you're only as old is your spine. So these people
0: are, you know, yes. searching the fountain of, of youth and keeping everything running smoothly. Yeah. I totally agree with you. That is like your spine determines everything. And so the first step is to give um, you a call and to set up a, a, an appointment, like a consult, and then just kind of see yeah. what the best uh, treatment plan would be. So in general, we
1: would do a consult and we would ultrasound the area in question. We have a proprietary ai in our ultrasound that can quantify your connective tissue health amazing so we can look at your scar tissue a lot of our clients are all around the country and sometimes international so we do do virtual consults oh nice glean a lot of information even
0: without the ultrasound oh it's fantastic okay back to you dr amy um you're a mom aren't you yeah yes. yeah that's so exciting. And I know there are a lot of women listening who are looking to pivot. And I know you had mentioned on our, um, our last call that you made a, a change in your career um, that really benefited you and your family, which you don't hear often from doctors.
1: Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, I've only been in academic medicine since graduation. So it's a very, and I'm not knocking it. I mean, I did it for more than a decade, um, but it's a very, you know, straight path. You know, you go to work, you teach your residents, you pump out your papers and you do everything the way it's supposed to be done. And I was happy or so I thought living that life. Um, and then the, the pandemic came and it just changed everything. You know, the kids weren't going to school, um, My mom was stuck in Canada. The borders were closed. I said, how am I going to go to work and do calls overnight? And we didn't even know anything at the time. Like, if I intubate someone, do I quarantine from my children? How does this work? Yeah, what a mess. So it was a very scary situation. And I did the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, which was put myself first and said, I'm not the hospital, and I'm not meaning this in in a bad way, but wherever you work, you are a warm body. You will be replaced like... I think, oh, it can't run without me. It will run just fine without me. So I took a step back and I put my family first and because I didn't know what was going to happen with my children in school and nannies. And so I stepped away from academic medicine and whether it's serendipity or however it worked, I ran into Abby, and he told me what he was doing. And I came and saw you know, this therapy and I was blown away. That's and I cool. said, I would do it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I like, guess funny because like uh, bef- this year I went on on my own and before that I kept saying, well, when the new opportunity presents itself, then I'll leave. And it's like, no, we oftentimes, if not always have to take that leap of faith and then kind of just wait, you know, with bated breath, <laughs> don't hold your well, breath.
1: <laughs> what I learned in the past two years is that cliches are cliches for a reason. they they They're all true. Like when one door closes, another opens. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, it's yeah, but it's, it's that was not easy to do, especially you know, as an earner supporting your family, being a mom. You know, it's it's intense. So how do you maintain your vitality with uh, all the demands that you have with your household and your family, etc.? Well, and I also learned this. in in the past couple of years as well, because
1: working at the hospital, I was just super type A OCD, very controlling. I still am, but (laughs) not. um, And I've really learned to just, and, and I sound like the founder of this company, Christian seal. I say he's the epitome of glass half full and I'm glass half empty, but he says, Just put it out there in the universe. Just keep putting it out there in the universe. And you can take that on so many levels. You can take that on the highest, like, oh, she's a hippie out in the clouds kind of level. Or you could just take it as positivity. The more you, you know, or karma, it's all the same. Whatever you put out, you're going to get back in. So I just continuously try to always look on the bright side, even when I'm in my worst mood or it's the darkest day. I still try to pivot and think of, it's, it's bad for a reason. Everything's happening for a reason. And it's always going to get better. And it always does.
0: Amy. Yeah. Dr. Amy, I really appreciate you saying that. Cause I also, um, sometimes I'm challenged with my belief system as optimistic as I am, but we you know we have to be vigilant, especially the older we get. Um, because then life, you know, kind of lets us down. Maybe there's betrayal, disappointment, whatever there is, but we've got to really be vigilant on that. Um, and keep our heads up <laughs> another cliche. <laughs> there, I've gone through them all.
1: I'm like, yep. And I check, check it off. And I've, <laughs>
0: um, but it is so important and we do attract exactly what we're putting out. And most people don't want to believe that. Um, especially in face of, of more difficult things like cancer or, um, you know, other things that just are hard to explain because they're so severe, but none of this stuff happens overnight really.
1: No. And it, and it's hard to wrap your head around this i mean it took me years and i'm still learning every day you know i lose my cool all the time but you just gotta you gotta regroup i say it's like if you have if you ate really bad and you're like oh my diet's ruined no just do better at the next meal right you know?
0: yeah I totally agree. yeah i say this i say that all the time it's the next bite the next meal the next time you get a hunger pang how will you respond to it yeah. And all of that only goes so far. So what you're doing is a great compliment, um, you know, to, to, you know, alternative solutions um, that are less invasive um, that can create real long-term solutions for your body to renew itself. Cause I do believe the body has the potential to renew itself and it's exciting uh, what you're, what you're up to. Um, any, any words of wisdom you'd like to leave our listeners with today before we close?
1: Well, I know it sounds, you know, it sounds almost too good to be true. The, the, the therapy and everything, but the, one of the most important components of it is the patient and their positive outlook. Um, when you have a positive outlook on anything, it's, it's, it's a cycle, right? It just good brings good. So the, even in the worst times, if you can just find the one thing that's positive about it, you can get yourself out of it. And I tell that to patients all the time where we're like, oh, you know, my pain is so far gone. This will never work. Mm. And so I'm like, you can't think of it that way. You you have to be positive in, in every aspect. That's the only way to get out of this circle, you know, this dark circle.
0: Yeah, and I think every one of us can relate to that on some level. Yeah. And with honesty. Um, and it's, it's tricky. Sometimes we need somebody like you, Dr. Amy, to have that bright light shine back on us um, to to you know to infuse this dark circle with uh, some more light. And I think we need that during this time more than ever. Definitely. Mm, thank you. Well, you're, what a great example you are for your children. Um your patience, and I'm just um, so delighted to to meet you. Thank you for being on the show today.
1: Thank you so much and and I've learned a lot today too. just you know i I really love listening to you, and I think you're you know you're a really great example for all of us, especially women, because we get lost in a lot of you know social expectations of women, and it's not realistic. So I love listening to you because it kind of grounds me and then reminds me, you know, what we're supposed to be doing here.
0: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you for listening to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be a value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcastjennifer backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag vitality, women leading audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.